Welcome to the Freud's Angels podcast, where two highly intuitive women dig into everyday problems using our connection to the divine, psychology, and energy work. We support you in your self-awareness, growth, and aid you in your shadow work. Now we're your hosts. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Grace. Let's get into the show. Hello, hello, angels. Welcome to episode 162 of the Freud's Angels podcast. We are in February, y'all. We're in February 2024. I don't know how you guys are feeling. I'm done with the winter. (laughs) And I live in South Carolina, so what even is winter here? (laughs) But yeah, I'm, I'm feeling the spring vibes. I'm ready to plant my seeds inside and I know it's too early so I won't but like I'm ready um so I I uh yeah I'm coming I'm in this energy right now of 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 that and so I feel like our topic today is um akin to that you know like I feel like it's you know the the getting ready to do stuff kind of energy and why so I'm being extremely cryptic and I don't know why. So I'm going to let Grace just tell you what it is that we're going to talk about. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> this is where we're at today, guys. We, you know, we're here. We I got lost we, in, the, in, a, in the planting is what happened there. <laughs> you started thinking about plants. <laughs> then the brain went away. Um, so welcome. We're glad to be back. We just had a schedule snafu last week, so there was no recording. And so thanks for joining us again this week. Um, so this week we're going to talk about something that, uh, I think is big, uh, for some right now. Uh, and for me, especially, I've been really exploring this, but it's about self-awareness and the, and the difference in self-awareness through the idea of judgment or through the idea of compassion, because it's different and it, and it's vastly different. And it wasn't until I realized I was already, like I kind of learned to begin to do that with compassion, like have self-compassionate self-awareness, like not from the lens of this is what I'm gonna do, but it just kind of happened. And then, and then somebody, I don't know where I saw it or if my therapist told me, about the difference between coming from judgment and coming from that analytical space of the, of that, or the compassion and the love, it was like, it kind of hit me upside the head and it's like, oh, so self-awareness can be toxic and it can be helpful. And so, yeah, we're going to talk about that, break it down and kind of give you ideas of how to understand how you are self-aware, understand where you may be coming from judgment versus compassion. Um, Also, you know, we talk about the idea of self-awareness all the time. We we're constantly, this is how we maneuver through journeys of healing of what change of whatever we're doing. Self-awareness is key. So let's go deeper into figuring out, okay, is this self-awareness judgmental or is it with compassion because there's a difference and there and the end result is different based on whichever one you choose yeah, 100%. and i was like as you were talking i was like where did my analogy come from and i was like oh you know because like i was thinking about the planting and all that kind of stuff and i was 
when I was thinking about planting those seeds, I was getting upset because I was like, I didn't think I was going to be here at this time of year that, you know, like last year I got rid of all my planting stuff because I was so feeling like I was not going to be in this space. And here I am again. And so I went through a little moment, <laughs> you know, that, that I was like, what, what, where is this coming from? And it came from that because that was what happened. You know, like I was aware of like, you know, like my current surroundings and what had happened, but I came in with some judgment, right? Like instead of like some some compassion or even neutrality to be like, yeah, but this is stability, man. Like that's good that you didn't like bounce. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. came in with like with judgment and I feel like that's, um, we. I mean, society wise, this is major. Like we're always doing this, I feel like, because it's that that's that mentality. It's starting to take over that people believe the only way they do things is through like some sort of negative evaluation process to fix what's wrong, fix what's wrong. You've got to like whatever's bad, you got to make good. Right. I'm lazy or I'm, I'm whatever or I'm not working hard enough or, you know, I'm not eating right or I'm not working out hard and, you know, like all those right. things. I haven't achieved enough things. I'm not rich enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not, you know, like always coming from this, this negative space. And I talk a lot with, with my clients that are on body journeys about this, right? Like we, we are, we're like, okay, well, where are you at now? And it's like, I'm this like, and it always comes in with this negative judgment space. And I'm always trying to turn it into being like, like, let's at least get neutral. But like, there's compassion that we have to have for our process of getting here. There's compassion that we have to have for like, even the process going forward and not having it be negative because you, you can't, you, you can't enjoy your process if you're doing it out of punishment or, and out of negativity. And um, it's a, it's, I had a client yesterday that was like, you know what, like, I have to tell you this. And, <laughs> and then, you know, she was kind of like me about it. She's like, I talk badly about myself all the time. And I never noticed until you told me to, to notice, you know what I mean? And, and, and I hear that all the time, right. Yeah. That, that there's so much self judgment that we've been taught to do because that's how you get ahead or that's how you get better. And we're trying to flip that and say, you know, you don't have to do that. You can you can notice things about you that you don't necessarily like without bashing yourself about it. <laughs> right? like, it well, does not have to be blown negative in order yeah. to fix it, quote unquote. Like it's literally just changing. It's observing and changing. Yeah, and you know, it, but it's we've kind of really societal been taught about that there these things are bad or that they're wrong, or that we need to be fixed, or that there's a rejection energy. So yeah. I don't know if any of you who are listening were present when we were doing some of the um, the body reclamation series, but when we go at any type of journey, whether we're trying to earn more money, create a business, you know, create a better relationship with our body. And maybe your goal is to lose some weight or to get stronger or healthier, whatever your goals are. When we come at it from a rejection angle, which is what judgment is, it's a rejection of the self. Those parts of yourself are going to go into safety. It's going to go into survival. So you're probably the way you are from the lens of, someone in your life at some point told you 
say, I'll use my example just to be clear. So, you know, being told that, you know, I was overweight, I'd be prettier if I was thinner, you know, it, all of those things. And it became something that someone told me that made me feel like being overweight or my weight was my problem. It was the, it was my issue. Yeah. And so I judge myself. And so when that happens, when people are emotionally harming me by judging me and by criticizing my weight, by teasing me, by bullying me, by rejecting me, there's been a trauma response that happens. And I go into survival. And what, what is that survival mode? By eating more, not exercising and gaining weight to have energetic safety. That's what happens. So when we start to operate, because it's a learned behavior and there's not, it's, and understand we're not saying we're not judging you for having judgment. When we realize that we're coming from a space of judgment, it's an awareness of, Oh, because if you're using the same type of conversation that has been given to you as a small person or over time, your body's going to, and your brain's going to automatically go into that response, that same response. So if your mom bullied you or your dad or your kids at school, and then you do it to try to create change, labeling it as self-awareness, you're going to have the same response that you created when you were a young child. So in using judgment to create change is just going to create more of what has already happened. And yep, some people say, yeah, but I had to work hard and get the discipline and, and yeah, but was that sustainable? And how well, how good is your mental health right now? Yeah, right. And, and and have you seen anybody do it not that way? I'm sure if you look around, you did. And they have, they were happier. What? Yeah. <laughs> they were enjoying what they were doing. They were, yeah. they were, you know, they were in that space of compassionless, self-awareness. And it's, it's just what we've been taught. We've been taught that that's the only way to create change. It's like parenting children. We were always, they, our parents and the parents before them, you had to like punish them if they didn't do what you wanted them to do. And that was the theory of parenting. And so, I mean, how well did that work out for some of us? Not a lot. <laughs> Most of us rebelled and did exactly opposite. So, if you're going to punish yourself for being what you deem as quote unquote lazy or you're too ugly or too fat or you're whatever use insert whatever adjective that you call yourself how do you it's 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 not a sustainable way to create change it may create change in the moment but it's not sustainable to end having a good mental health like situation happening. It's just not, I've done it for 40 plus years. So just let you know, it hasn't worked yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it, it really is like, um, I, I think that there's a lot of people that desire the opposite, but don't know how to do it. Right. Yeah. Like, so it's not even always the lack of knowing that other people are doing it differently. It's just not knowing how to do it any differently. And that becomes that thought process, right? Like the amount of people I've sat down with that said, yeah, well, that doesn't work for people in my family. Right. And I'm like, what? You know what I mean? Like, but I get it. You know what I mean? I get it. But I'm also just like, wow, that's real. That's real that people think that, you know, like they were born into a lineage that doesn't have possibilities. Like, how does that, when you actually blow it all up into the world, as I knock everything off my shelf, um, 
how does that even make sense right but in the moment and in the 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 your reality it feels absolutely true it feels absolutely that way so then when i sit down with people i we start to humanize the people that are on the other side right like okay so you don't think it's possible for your family why do you think that those people have it then like let's really talk about it you know like what do you think that they have that you didn't have right that created that success because i bet i can give that to you i bet we can i can serve this up for you in whatever way you can you, you know like you can take it and eat it and have it grow within you um so let's do that you know what i mean so it kind of gives the the whole like okay maybe it's not possible for me but if other people did it and if vanessa can do it with me you know what i mean like so it kind of takes the focus off of them and their you know like innate abilities and puts you know, some some focus in other places, um, it, it dissipates some of that negative energy and brings in like a low level, it's almost tricky and I trick people sometimes and I'm proud of it, like, <laughs> of, of possibility coming in so that we're having more of a, a compassionate response and less of a negative response. And we're just trying to shift energies at that point. And, it's, and then it gets into more of this cognizant stuff that we're talking about of being able to actually talk to myself and say, right now, am I limiting what I believe is possible for me? That's the end result we're looking for, but I can never start there with somebody who doesn't, who, who still has the programming of negativity. I always have to start in a, like, you know, very basic, almost tricky level, you know, of, of this concept. But like, what is the, what is the value? I think is really what most people are, are, have a hard time connecting with this is that well two things what's the value but then also how does it work <laughs> right so the value being like well it's going to take me forever if i do it this compassionate way whereas if i just kind of buckle down i'll get there faster right is like one of one of the the, the thought processes on it but then also like a lot of people haven't had a lot of joy in their lives so they don't understand the value of doing things with joy. Yeah, They like literally are just like, that seems like too far reaching that I would enjoy this process. Can't get there. And that's to me, super sad. Yeah, 100%. And, and for those of you who are like, Ew, compassion, that doesn't get you far. It's not hard enough. You're not whatever. Friends, I'm working on not being judgmental to those who say that all the time. I so know, right? Like it's hard. We <laughs> pause because I need to get in my heart about this. I get it. I get it that you think compassion equals being soft. Mm -hmm. Passion does not, compassion isn't always soft. What it is, is it's being an ally. It's like you can be, you can do tough love. And tough love may be like, look, you know, like telling myself, yep, we're on a journey. Yep, this sucks. And yes, food is your comfort zone. But maybe let's intentionally bring better foods in the house that if you're going to use it as comfort, that it's more in alignment to what we want to do. Like this is not helping us. And, you know, it's, it's, you can be a little bit of a tough, compassionate person. Like it, it doesn't have to be just hardcore punishment. Yeah, well, because compassion has a component that punishment doesn't have, and that's understanding, 
Yeah. Right. Like if you are compassionate, you have a level of understanding for what's happening. When you are punishing, the only level of understanding is wrong. <laughs> right. This is wrong. That's the only level. Right. Like there's no depth of why it's wrong, how it became wrong, why they what you know, like wh why we got here. And that's what compassion does. Compassion goes, OK, there are reasons. Right. Like the wrong can still be there. Right. Like I could definitely still, like you were saying, I could definitely be saying that is a destructive behavior, ma'am. <laughs> like, yeah, as a destructive behavior and you don't want to do it. But also the understanding coming in, I'm going, well, why do you want to do it? Like what's happening right now? That's the compassion part of it. Does that mean that I'll never change it? Of course not. Right. Because I still am in the understanding that it is a destructive behavior. I'm not, compassion doesn't give me like the right to be destructive you know and that's what i think a lot of people think of they think that oh well you know if i'm soft about it then i i'll just give myself all kinds of excuses and it's yeah, like yeah. if you do which right that could happen but if you do you're going to need to not know why you want to know why because that means there's a hole in your system that you want to plug up because it is detrimental to you you know yeah. you plugged it with negativity you plugged it with like the hard drive thing but imagine if you could plug it with something else with inspiration instead so that when things get hard or when you feel like doing something destructive you could turn to inspiration instead of rejection that'd be amazing right that's the goal yeah and one there's two things that i thought while you were talking about that because if you think about it sometimes judgment comes from the decision that you're going to fail anyways mm -hmm. like whatever my self-saboteur is like yes ma'am yeah and it's coming from that space of like, well, you need this because if not, you're going to fail. And, and it's already kind of in that assumption that you can't do it. How is that? Yeah. And the other thing, too, is that when we come from a space of judgment, because remember, judgment is also that response, that that mind response from keep for keeping us safe. Judgment is keeping us safe. So if you're coming from a space of judgment already, that means you're already in some sort of triggered response. So mm -hmm. creating change and sustainable change from that place may not be helpful. So, and, and I think the difference is, is that judgment, self-awareness from judgment is a lack of trust within yourself. There's a deep lack of trust, but when we can shift over to that compassionate side, it's like all the parts are like, yeah, we, even if it's tentative, I trust myself to make good decisions based on our goals. Like there's a trust level that shifts when we go from judgment to compassion. And for, uh, for full transparency, guys, I have operated so much of my self-awareness through that lens of judgment. It's not that I'm saying don't do it or, you know, sometimes it's a learning thing. Like we have to, we're learning to see the things about us we don't necessarily like or we don't appreciate. And sometimes it's hard not to judge ourselves because that's, our, that's a human habit. Like it, it is very human. So if you find yourself in that space of judgment, don't judge yourself for having judgment. Yeah. You know, realize like what what is this judgment coming from like unpack it a little bit of did somebody judge me like this when as i was growing up where did i learn it from like you you go down those like breadcrumbs because you have to be aware that you're being in judgment 
to understand when to switch into compassion. It, it's, it's a process because, I mean, I think my whole life I've had self-awareness, but I've been it through the lens of judgment because I've been told all the things that I don't like about me that are bad. I've been told they're bad or that they need to be fixed. Yeah. Well, and one of the things as you were talking, I was thinking about the way that I, um, the way that I try to parent, right? Like I try to parent in such a way that it's like, if I have something to say about what you've done, I'm trying to help you understand why it's a thing that I don't want you to do kind of thing, right? Like it's not just about like straight obedience because it helps her learn that, that entire process of it with you didn't know, but now, you know, you know, kind of thing. Like, and, and I feel like that's, that's where a lot of it starts, right? Like of parenting, you know, and being able to go, no, that's wrong. You got to do it this way. And that kid is just like, I don't even know why it's wrong. I know why I thought, I know why I did it. Right. I thought it was right. I don't, I didn't do it because I thought it was wrong. There was something that happened to me in that moment that made me do that thing. Right. Like, and, and most kids want to please their parents. And then once they get enough negative reinforcement, then we're in the space of, you know, we're doing things for negative attention and all that kind of stuff. But it is still, you know, advantageous for us as parents to stop and be able to say, like, I don't want you to do that. But I want to know why you're doing it. I want you to know why you're doing it. And then I want you to know why I want you to do it different. Right. And that's like a whole different process. And I, I mean, people have told me lots of times, like, Scarlett's really good. Like, she's really a good kid. Like, you don't yell. I've never punished her. She's never had a punishment. I've never had to, like, put her in a timeout or like take away her stuff. She's never been punished. And people are like, how is that possible? Yeah, some of it may be personality, but from a young age, I have always like given her rope, you know, and been able to say when she does something, even if it's the third time that she's done it and I've told her whatever, I'm like, I take that as I haven't explained it to her well enough. She still has a thought process that comes in making her want to do that. You know, so how can I relate this to, to, to her so that she will not do it again, right? Like, and, and that then therefore teaches her the process of if I'm getting negative reinforcement, I can have a conversation about it or I can have a conversation with me about why I'm doing it and what I would like to do instead or what does somebody else expect from me instead or, you know, things like that. If you don't instill that in somebody, they don't have it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a very, and it's hard because, you know, when you're an adult and you're learning these things, we can't undo all of what has happened. And so part of our learning is understanding about how we respond to kindness and how we respond to compassion. And I think it also goes down the rabbit hole of knowing if if we've if we're in a survival mode and we've had those triggers and those responses of judgment it compassion can sometimes feel unsafe our journey from being judgmental to compassionate is not always a straight line either so it's about yeah self awareness is about self awareness <laughs> like i feel like we're creating this really weird portal of like yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah so 
you know, one of the things that I think we assume in our lives is that there's a decision we make about ourselves that that is like, and, and we use that to determine how we treat ourselves, right? So if we feel that we're bad or we've done something wrong or like we feel like we've always been told like we're not good children or we're, you know, there's a sense of like everything we do for us within us is always from that state, like that state of like, got to fix myself, got to change myself because I'm a bad human or like, you know, you always carry that. And that's, you know, that's you, because you either have that negative reinforcement, right? Or you have no reinforcement. Like mm -hmm. you're, you either have that judgmental type of energy as a kid, or you have like no support. So and then you internalize it as you're the bad one. You're the one that needs to, like, if I do everything, I mean, this is like people pleasing and codependent in the creation, right? So it's it's about understanding how we determine our worth and how we connect to compassion, right? Because if we're in a judgmental space and we only know how to judge ourselves, we don't know how to step into compassion because it, compassion can feel unsafe. Mm -hmm. Like when people are kind or compassionate, I used to get like, so like not upset, but like almost like I was starving for kindness because of how poorly I treated myself. Mm -hmm. And like, so when people were kind or shared love or compassion to me, I would, first of all, I didn't know how to receive it. I didn't know how to like own it. It was just like, but I was like, thank you. Like, I mean, I'm okay. Like it was just this really kind of strange, um, not being able to understand that I deserve compassion or that, or how to receive it and how to embody it. So I feel that in our self-awareness, when we're moving from that judgment to compassion, that's part of it, right? That's the part where we have to learn how we feel like, what is our deservability? What is our worthiness of it? What decisions have we made about ourselves that says we need to have judgment as our drive, as our motivator? Mm -hmm. And also like, can we receive it? Are we able to receive compassion? Because it wasn't until I started learning how to receive love, kindness, compassion, and help that I understood how to, that I was actually worthy of receiving it, especially from myself. And that was a big light bulb moment for me because I realized like, and I've had moments recently where that part of me, the inner child, the wounded, whatever that I call the wounded self, like she has like, and thank you. And I was like, I realized shockingly that I was a fucking bully to myself, that I was unkind. I punished myself. Like it was shocking to hear that part because she trusts me now to be vulnerable with myself and to say, and, and to bring that up and then to realize that that was living within me, that I felt bullied by myself, that I didn't trust myself. Like, holy fuck, that was like shocking. That was really unsettling. And so what I'm trying to say in a very long roundabout type of scenic driveway is it's, a, it's, it's an evolution. It's a process. It's not always just like, oh, no judgment, compassion. It's it's about 
learning to kind of, like you said, stepping into the neutral is the first hurdle, like going into that neutral space of just observing it without judgment, without whatever, it's just being neutral with it and the information gathering. And, and then we can learn how to support ourselves and be compassionate. It's, it's just, I feel in my own journey and what I've seen in others, it's not so much about what you feel you're trying to fix or do or achieve at some point when you step into neutral it's just about observing and about understanding your processes mm -hmm. and it becomes less about what you're trying to achieve or do or fix and more about oh how am i treating myself because the motivation you're seeking by having self-awareness and using judgment comes from being self-aware through either neutral or compassion you don't need to drive yourself so hard because you want yourself to succeed you want you know you have the belief you can succeed at doing what you're trying to do yeah well but because if you don't do that that way it's kind of like like when you, to step into neutral or to step into compassion is to step into diagnose the diagnostic phase of things Right. Like, and if you don't, if you don't properly diagnose the situation, then you are going to, you know, do the wrong, the, the interventions that are not helpful. <laughs> right. Like, so if I don't, if I'm, if I'm, when we're in negative judgment, we are all, you know, we, we are in the space of one dimensional right or wrong, black or white, you know, like this is the way, right. Like, so we haven't been able to, step into that at least neutral to say there may be other ways right um and so maybe this isn't the way or this is the way that i was taught you know yada yada but we, we have to go into that, that diagnostic phase in in order to make a correct intervention because otherwise we're just applying interventions that are also part of the broken system <laughs> right yeah. so if i'm over here and i'm like oh i did this thing and it's stupid and then i just go and apply the next thing that i learned in the uh self-flagellating system that has installed in me then i'm just going to continue to make another decision that is going to keep me feeling bad about myself because it is based in feeling bad about myself right like i haven't done the reparation part of it the repairing of you know and the and the the coming together of seeing myself as a human being and then also seeing myself as a systematic being and marrying the two of them so that they feel like they're in harmony because we are both of those things every time we, i mean even when we have a belief system that sucks we go back in and build another one it is systematic it's building a new system and then we have our innate humanness that bounces off of that on a regular basis um so you know i mean the the goal of compassion is really to just allow ourselves to be detectives and diagnostic you know specialists in our lives so that we're not always in like this deep heavy emotion when something comes up that feels out of alignment right and that's i mean that, that's that's what happens right like when things when things start to get hard it's really being out of alignment right like what my head and my heart are out of alignment or what my life path has has created or what i've created in my life path now doesn't fit with my heart and so i feel dissonance and so but what can I do with that dissonance? I can go back in and be compassionate and go, well, I mean, clearly you made some decisions that were based on something. What were they based on? Because if that decision was based on a system that you're clearly not in alignment with, well, then you need to know what the system is because that's a part of your system that you want to change. 
so that you can make a decision that brings you into a different space. But it's, again, like so ingrained in us a lot of times because the decisions we're trying to make are based on social systems that aren't human. <laughs> They're not based in humanness, right? We're talking about making more money. We're talking about like being, I don't know, more important. And, you know, like some of the things that we actually get mad at ourselves about and think that we need to fix are a lot of things that don't really have anything to do with our innate humanness. And so there's that. Right. That happens in sessions where I'm kind of like, well, I mean, listen, millions of years ago when people were just walking on the earth being people, do you think this mattered? <laughs> I mean, I bust that out way more than probably I have the right to sometimes, but I feel like that's my last resort always is being like, think about the humans that didn't live in this construct that we've created. What do you think that they did? Well, how do you think that this wasn't even a problem for them because this is not a human problem. This is a society problem that has installed this system in you. Yeah. Now, and so, you know, it becomes tricky because then, I mean, we know we live in the social system, so we, we know that, but I think bringing it back to the humanness helps us understand why we're, why we're doing it. Yeah. Right? When people have their soul crisis, their midlife crisis, why is this happening to me? Like, well, because you had a person inside of you. And you had a soul inside of you and it had a heart inside of you. But then the social system came in and denied that. And that's why you're doing it. You're not wrong for rebelling, right? Like that's that's not the problem. The problem isn't fixing the rebellion. The problem is like addressing why there needed to be a rebellion. Yep. And sometimes I think, you know, I think there's a misunderstanding that as we talk about concepts like this and we talk about these things, it's not that you can't have, it's it's not that it's linear. It's never linear. You can still live your life and have joy and happiness in your life while you're discovering these things. It's not, this is not like you can only have a good life if you're in compassion. It's, it's about just that ebb and flow of, coming across or having experiences in the situations where you have awareness around and that, Oh, you know, I was really judging myself. Like every time a woman or someone says to me, yeah, like they, they complain about their, you know, body in some way, or they reject it in some way. I'm like, that's not being very kind to yourself. Like, and, and they're like, Oh, I think I just do that all the time. Just automatically. Like it's an automatic, if I hurt myself before you hurt me, then it doesn't hurt quite so bad. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and so there's, there's spaces of just, it's a, it's just, it's living life. And, but understanding that you can live life through the constant processing and like, I got to fix this or we can, learn and discover and be curious about what does it compassion look like instead of this judging and kind of just giving yourself the, eh, I don't know what this is, but I'll explore it. You know, it's because I, I, I feel some of the, some of my clients will come and they'll be like, yeah, well, I want to do this, but I got to do this first. And I'm like, no, 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 this is a in tandem thing. This is a a, this is a process that you don't stop life and wait to live your life until you can do this. This mm -hmm. is a, an experience, experiment, whatever. It's a moment to moment thing. Experience. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I love um, that word. 
sometimes my words are just like my tongue doesn't want to say them. Um, so it's just live your life. Know that you can still be happy. You could still have joy in your life. This isn't a pass or fail. You're doing well or you're not doing well type of meter. This is just having that moment of understanding, of understanding yourself and how you work and the way that you look at how your life and have self-awareness. It's just another piece of the puzzle in the journey. It's not this benchmark that you have to meet in order to live a, a happy or a good or fulfilling life. Yeah, well, because negative emotions exist for a reason. You know what I mean? So we're, we're not going to cease to have them, right? It's just the, what we do with them, right? If I am disappointed in myself, I'm allowed to be disappointed in myself. That's not me shitting on myself, you know, and it is a, it is an act of self-awareness, but the compassion comes in of where I'm like, well, what did you expect of yourself? Like what was happening? You know what I mean? Like, instead of just being like, you suck, you know, like <laughs> you're such an idiot. Why would you do that? You always do this, you know? And that's, those are things of the past. Those are things that, that I've, I've had to battle with myself of being like, well, that's not very helpful. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, and it's like that, light bulb moment of being like yeah that isn't very helpful actually you know like when i really think about it like if there's another process i can use that that will provide the same end result which is i don't do that again then i would really like that i would like to do that better right like i can walk through fire or i can walk through sunshine yeah i'll still be warm i would definitely like to walk through the sunshine instead of the fire. <laughs> <laughs> so how do I just not myself on fire and instead just allow the light to come down and be like warm and be like, what happened? You know, just being curious, like that's not what you wanted or that's what you thought you wanted and, and you didn't actually want it. But okay, what do you want instead? Like we can move through the negative feeling a little bit faster if we don't add to the negative feeling. You know, and, and self-awareness does, does have those parts of the, the journey where we're, we throw our hands up in the air and be like, how many times, right? <laughs> We've done this here. How many freaking times am I going to have to do this, right? But it's not uh, an anger that settles within us, right? Like it's a temporary frustration, which is normal, which is part of our humanness. So we're allowed to be frustrated. We are allowed to be angry. We are, we are allowed, we're allowed to be mad at ourselves, but it's yeah. what we do with that anger, right? Like exploring the anger instead of just allowing it to set us on fire. Like, boy, I'm pretty mad today. Like, I am not happy with what I just did, right? Like, you know, like, and you spend your temporary moment <laughs> having your temper tantrum. And then afterwards you're like, all right, well, why did I do it then? <laughs> right? like, how did I get here? <laughs> right? Who told me to do that? Whose voice was it that told me to do that? <laughs> right? Because I don't want to do that again. This sucks. I don't like this feeling, you know, and it allows us to have the, you know, the, both of those experiences of this sucks, but it also, I also don't suck. Like, you know, like those, those two things don't have to go side by side. Yeah. yeah. Thousand percent. Well, we hope that you've gained some self-awareness today. <laughs> self-awareness. Yes. <laughs> um, we're always here if you have questions. If you're not sure, you need some help, reach out to us. You know where to find us. 
we hope that you're having a lovely week and we will talk to you next week. Yep. Love you if you were triggered by anything said in this podcast, please dial 911 or go to your local emergency room. To more deeply understand your unique emotional reaction to today's podcast, I'd love for you to connect with me. You can find me at Vanessa Perry Counselor at gmail.com or at www.vanessaperry.net. And if you wish to take your healing further, through energy work or channeling angels or the highest level beings, please reach out to me, Grace, at graceevergreen.com or graceevergreen at outlook.com. And always remember you are loved, you are worthy, and the world needs your light.